0: An awful lot has gone on. We've had an Iron Bowl, basketball, uh, got uh, some other coaching changes around the country. There is so much to catch you up on, and we're looking forward to hearing from you as we get underway. And we are coming to you from Franklin Tire here on East University, uh, right across from uh, uh, CC's Pizza. Franklin Tire taking care of folks and their vehicles for about a half century now. Uh, and here in this location for over 40 years, where they've taken care of everyone here. It's Bill, Dan, Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com. And uh, Brian, how was how was the Thanksgiving?
1: Thanksgiving was great. And um, what an incredible uh, hour we've just had, right? I mean, <laughs> no we could kidding. not have timed this any better coming on, on the show right now. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I, I left the office, uh, went home and changed. And when I... As
0: I got to the house, I start, the the news is breaking, and I'm like, should I change? Or am I about to run back to a press conference? But haven't seen anything yet uh, officially. But uh, the the news coming out that after Lane Kiffin decided to stay at Ole Miss, um, then, you know, by yesterday, there was uh, just, you know, more than a little concern about uh, it's taking so long, got to have a coach. Well, a day later, Auburn has a coach. Uh, and and now we'll start we'll start hearing you know hearing some names about staff and yeah. and things like that we'll get into that a little bit more but welcome in. Brian Matthews, from dot Dan, how how was your Thanksgiving? Hey, my my Thanksgiving was
2: great, and we we of course got to do the show on Friday. So you know we were we were sort of oh, prepping no, just in for case folks. Didn't oh yeah, hear. But, but I mean we, we were prepping folks for one kind of show, right? I think on Monday, and we we're going to have a different show, and and you know opinions. Well, I are, mean
0: Brian Brian, you know we were saying with Brian, by the time we came on the air, Auburn should have a head coach. That's
2: right. Maybe not exactly not the, the thought, story right.
0: that we thought, but
2: right. here we are. Well, yeah. I, and I think we should. I mean, the, the Hugh Freeze stuff is going to get so much play as it as it should. He he's Auburn's uh, new head coach. The Iceman cometh uh, for, uh, for, <laughs> for 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 Auburn uh, for Auburn right. University from uh, f- from Liberty. And you can use all the Batman and Robin uh, uh, JPEGs you want. Uh, if, you know, with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger's famous performance there, Brian, you can you can there post those. Through. I, like I imagine those will be getting a lot of run on the bunker uh, for the uh, for, for the next few years. But let's I mean let, let's start with what happened with Lane Kiffin because right? I, I think there was an attitude going into the weekend that Auburn was in excellent position after not just the events of the Iron Bowl on Thanksgiving, but the weeks leading up to to that game uh, to land Lane Kiffin, and in and and we had, you know, we we I think we were careful about using words like if. When we talked about a future under Lane right. Kiffen at Auburn. Uh but it but it certainly seemed like that's the way things were trending. And then on Saturday morning the news breaks that Lane Kiffen is staying in Oxford and has a new contract with Ole Miss. Right. I think for a lot of folks, before you even delve into Hugh Freeze, there's a question of what happened with Lane Kiffin and, and I'd love, you know, wh- whoever wants to go first, whoever wants to jump in with their theory or what, what they can confirm well, about why Lane Kiffin is still at Ole Miss, go ahead.
1: Well, I, I believe Lane Kiffin had the opportunity to take the Auburn job. It was there for him. Auburn had, had worked with him and his representatives over the weeks, but I think when he got down to the final decision that he had to make and he, mm-hmm. you know, Lane is not going to share personally, you know, this, right? No. So, some of this is speculation. Some of this is what I've heard from other people. And, uh, you know, it sounds like this was uh, partly a family decision. I don't know what else went into it. But he just made that decision. And then Auburn had to move on. And, and I felt like all along that the top two guys from the start were Lane Kiffin and Freeze, and Auburn got one of those two guys. And just speaking from a football standpoint, we're going to talk about all of those stuff too. Mm-hmm. But from a football standpoint, Auburn is getting a guy that at Ole Miss recruited at a very high level at that program, which had never been done before. And he won some really big games at that level, beating number one Alabama and then number two Alabama in Tuscaloosa in back-to-back years. Uh, so I think Auburn is getting a coach that has the potential to come in and recruit and develop and coach up a team that's capable of getting Auburn back to competing at the top of the SEC. We'll see if that happens. I'm not making right. promises, but from a football standpoint, I'm not sure once you had moved past Lane Kiffin that there was another guy out there that had those things in his history where you can count on uh, a, a, good, a good potential have shown the potential to be able to do that again. There are other guys out there, certainly, but I'm talking about a guy who can go out and get five stars, uh, as Georgia and Alabama do, and go out there and beat those teams on the field. Right,
0: my, my take, uh, very similar to, to yours, Brian. I, I, I not only think that um, that Auburn had had an offer that, that Lane Kiffin was very interested in, I, I believe the sides had agreed. Uh, I think the only thing you could look at yeah, I think the only thing you could look at and, and say uh, was was this miss, mishandled or was there a mistake may have been in not closing closing the deal and saying sign the paper right now.
1: Right, right. You
0: know, right. I mean, and I think that is because Auburn uh, wanted there not to be any any news leaking about a new coach before the game Saturday. Yes. But I think that extra time – Gave Lane Kiffin and his family and Ole Miss the opportunity right. to come back and say, Look, here, we can go eight years. We can make it nine and a half million. Lane's daughter could right. say, Dad, I, I'm happy in Oxford. I'm not right. going anywhere. And those things made it easy for, easier for Lane Kiffin to say, to decide, Well, I can just stay here. Right. You know, so, I mean, there's no blame, I don't think, but I'm just saying that is something Auburn, I think, could have had Lane Kiffen. But it would have been a situation where it would have been virtually impossible for it to not be out before the Iron Bowl.
2: And then I'll, I'll jump in and say, uh, throughout the season, from the moment Brian Harson was, was let go, from the moment uh, the Penn State game was over and you started to hear you know, serious rumors that, that Brian Harson's days were, uh, were numbered this season, it seemed like Lane Kiffin was the most popular name, was the first name you heard mm-hmm. from a lot of people. And I, while I was eventually convinced that Lane Kiffin would be Auburn's next coach, I spent a lot of the season sort of skeptical that Lane Kiffin would want to turn his back on what he's built at Ole Miss and the legacy that he could potentially have at Ole Miss if he were to keep winning. I acknowledge all the things that Auburn offers that the Ole Miss program doesn't offer. And and when I would ask people like Brian Matthews, you know, what would Lane Kiffin gain from being Auburn's next coach? And and you would cite different things. And, And I think you were absolutely right in what Lane Kiffin could potentially get. But I do wonder if, on top of the family stuff you just cited, Bill, if there is something alluring about being a coach who can win eight or nine games a year
1: and get a statue someday. I don't, I don't think he was. Maybe, to not, that eight right? eight maybe, maybe not eight or nine. Maybe not eight. Yeah. But at
2: minimum. Right, I mean, if he if he were to, I mean,
1: right. I, I'm willing to guarantee you that he won't be there more than another year or two. Okay, I, I, yeah. I, I think he's I'd looking be to get out. I'd be shocked as well. Right. I'd be shocked as well.
0: So, yeah. I mean, w- whatever. But Lane Kiffin's but, not yeah. the next coach at all. Right, right. It's That's Hugh not. Freeze. Right. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, let's let's uh, take care of some business. I, I mentioned we're at Franklin Tire uh, here on East University. Our number one of the drive brought to you as usual by our friends at Kia of Auburn on South College and KiaofAuburn.com. Kia of Auburn dot com. Kia of Auburn. Where you're always number one, and they're also the sponsor of our hotline, which uh I'm sure hope uh hoping is working today. Three three four three two one. That's right. You can also text the show if you can't get in today, 334-564-1840 3, 3,
2: on the drive text box. That's presented by Southeastern Industrial Contractors. They also sponsor the podcast, which you can get however you listen to podcasts. Go to espna.com and use the podcast center or uh, just search for The Drive with Bill Cameron, however you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: One thing that I felt from the outset, Brian, was that, uh, yeah, there, there's no question it was Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze. Those were the two names yep. always that were there. Of the two, I always felt that when you talked about fit, mm-hmm. Hugh Freeze is a better fit in and, in and, and just what you think of as an Auburn
1: coach. I agree. I, I thought, again, from a football standpoint only, okay, yeah. I thought with Lane Kiffin you were getting a guy that was going to recruit at a high level and portal at a high level. Mm-hmm you were getting a guy that was going to um, be a really good offensive coach. Oh, he's a
0: brilliant offensive coach, coach.
1: But you weren't necessarily getting a guy who was going to relate well to the just the standard Auburn everyday fan. Family, Right? yeah. Would be great on Twitter. Oh, yes, he which is. Which is kind of the opposite of above. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think with uh, you know Coach Freeze, you're getting a guy who – is going to recruit at a high level.
0: Uh, he will want to be a part of the community, yep, you yep. know, and the and the Auburn family. There's yep, no yep. no question about it. Now, I mean, there there has been, I'm on, was it was it Saturday night or Sunday when I mean, I guess it was after the Lane Kiffin stuff came out and there was talk that it, was it could be Hugh as yeah, Hugh and then man, there was some backlash. There was. And and, and understandably. Right. There was backlash.
1: Right. I mean, uh, if you look back into his past, um, And I know there's some reports from high school. I don't know as much about that, so I haven't reported on that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, But at Ole Miss, uh, you know, the Rebels got on probation. He was let go along with the staff because of a number of NCAA recruiting violations. Um, He had a number of his wins vacated. 27. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, and, and just as an aside, I think vacating wins is the dumbest, one of the dumbest things. Yeah, one of many It's, dumb it's things. As, I mean, as if it's just, the
0: game didn't exist.
1: Yeah, all right, it's just stupid. It's like, yeah, exactly. It happened. They didn't
0: forfeit. I mean, you might right. just, go ahead and forfeit if you're
2: going right. to take them away. Yeah, there
1: are lots of things you can do to punish people, but right. vacating wins is yeah. just a, a bull. Not, not uh,
0: to
2: not to do. minimize the other aspects of Hugh Freeze's career, but it, it would seem to me like if if I were to if I were to put myself in the shoes of someone who really wanted Hugh Freeze as Auburn's next head coach, I would imagine that his ability to recruit is front and center as, as one of the alluring things about him. And I just wonder how you, how you fairly measure Hugh Freeze's past as a recruiter considering That's a
0: good the, point. I mean, it, was, it was six and seven years ago, and he, and he, and he you know, according to the NCAA, had an unfair advantage in what right. he was
1: doing. But now everything he was doing now can be above board. Within but now, he shouldn't basically. have an advantage, though, now. right? Well, that dep- that's, on, that's up to Auburn. Uh, they, they can right. give him an advantage, and I believe they are working hard to make sure he has an advantage uh, when he arrives here and when he starts uh, getting out there on the recruiting trail with their NIL D- collection.
0: Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan had a great question. I, I want I want you to pose this one. I don't remember exactly how you posed it to me earlier today. Here's what I would say. Like We're, we're assuming, if, if you're under the assumption
2: Hugh Freeze will be able to approximate what he was recruiting, the, the level he recruited at at Ole Miss, my, my question would be, you know, now now you have to factor in the fact that his hire was. I'm nervous about using this word, Bill. Somewhat controversial,
0: perhaps. Uh, the fact that oh, it, there there will there will be some who question this. No yeah, doubt
2: about that. You have players who aren't as familiar with him now after his time at Liberty. You've got the NCAA watching his back and. The one I posed to you, uh, which I
0: think is significant, go, is is go ma-
2: material that you've now provided coaches who recruit against Auburn. And that, well, because because in Hugh Freeze, when when Hugh Freeze was recruiting like this at Ole Miss, this all wasn't public knowledge about him that he had to explain away on recruiting visits. No, the worst
0: and, thing, that, what was the worst thing somebody could say recruiting against him? Well, I think he's paid. Yeah, I think he's paid players. Sandra some of, some did, of, some Sandra of those People may be going. Right. Well, good. Sandra good. Bullock I'll didn't. the, the side Oscar side. for
2: the Blind Side was the worst right. thing you would say about Hugh Freeze. <laughs> you know, a decade ago, and and now it's yeah. uh, and and now it's uh, you know some very significant things he could be asked about in a living room.
0: A very easy target I, for negative
2: recruiting. Yeah,
1: I I just found in in my time that uh, stuff like that, the personal stuff, doesn't really make a huge difference with recruits. That's just the way I've found. Maybe I'll be wrong in this case. We've but just, we've you know,
0: seen coaches
2: survive. Sure there uh, be and some
1: opportunities to find that out pretty re- soon. Right, well, we, mean, uh, you know, and, can and, take Urban Meyer, for example. He's destroyed recruiting wherever he is. I and mean, I'm in a positive way, right? He's been incredible. Oh, and he's had plenty of uh, negative things written and said about him over the past decade or so.
0: Hey, there was a, there was a, a couple of ball games we can talk about over the weekend, yeah. some other coaching changes. We're just underway here at Franklin Tire. On the Monday edition of The Drive, Bill, Dan, Brian, Matthews, love for you to join in. Give us a call on the Kia of Auburn hotline, 334-321-1390, here on The Monday Drive.
3: Time to churn up some more yardage on The Drive. Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of the drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email the drive at ESPNAU.com.
0: Welcome back into the Monday Drive from Franklin Tire, Bill, Dan, Brian Matthews, and let's get to the Kia of Auburn hotline, and John is up first. Hey, John. Hey, how are y'all today? Uh, doing pretty well.
4: Um, <laughs> earlier, you guys said that it was always either Lane Kiffin or or Hugh Freeze. Do you well, think they, they that, have been the that, two
0: names that were in every conversation? Okay, there
4: was a major outcry, and I know that there was a huge email campaign for Coach Williams. Do you think he was ever considered?
1: Uh, I think he was interviewed, but I don't think he was a serious candidate in this round of search. Right
0: now, I think uh, from everything we're hearing, John, uh, every effort will be made to retain Cadillac yeah. in uh, at a at a uh, a big step up for him. I think everyone is extremely appreciative of what he did and what he meant to Auburn and uh I expect an, unless he has an opportunity for something that he feels is is really a huge step up I I'd, I'd be surprised if he's not on the staff. Uh, I imagine that the fact that this is still just Cadillac Williams's fourth
2: year as a college football coach at right. any level. I guess fifth because there was a year at uh at Henderson State as well but I mean but but in the at the Power 5 level this is this is still just Cadillac Williams's fourth year as a coach of any kind. Uh maybe Convinced Auburn that that more experience you know hands on experience as a head coach the fact that they 've hired someone who 's been a head coach in the SEC would indicate that they were really prioritizing past experience at the head coaching right. level with this job in a way that maybe on the previous search you know previous experience in the SEC as a head coach wasn 't prioritized as much and it led to something of a disaster so yeah, i, I can 't answer the question of how seriously they considered Cadillac but I do. Wonder, I think he was considered. Yeah, I, I would. I would imagine maybe they they really wanted to prioritize experience. Well, back when I guess it was when Malzahn was hired, everybody
4: was you know ESPN and ESPN loves to pretend that they can pick Auburn's next coach, um, but but they were really pushing for Bobby Petrino. And I called in your show and I said, just imagine Bobby Petrino sitting down at somebody's dining room table. And telling some mama, "Yeah, I'm the coach who's going to walk your son through college and be his coach and his mentor." And I have the I have the same fear about Hugh Freeze being able to do that. Oh, he's I, he's
0: got uh, obstacles. He's got work. baggage. I was talking with a friend. Of mine. He's got Well, me. I was talking with a friend of mine uh, who has who has been who has known Hugh Freeze for a while, and he said, uh, "Just if if people will let him in the door." He will, that's the first thing he will do is start explaining what has happened, what he has done, and what he's doing about it. But, I mean, you're absolutely right. There's a very real chance, and, and I'm, you know, I'm, I want to see how this goes.
2: There's a yeah. very real chance that the bad outweighs the good, and that's proven over the course of Hugh Freeze's tenure. There's also a chance that, that he's adept enough as a coach and, and, and as a, I guess, whatever else you know, you have to be, As you know, as a public figure, uh, you know, in in the visibility of an Auburn football coach level, he's adept enough at explaining away and convincing folks that he's, you know, that that he's he's someone who, uh, you know, has has the moral character to be trusted in the job.
1: Well, this is the job that he has dreamed of, right? This is one of those jobs that would be a pedestal job for him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't predict what he's going to do in the future. But well, my feeling is, at least he's going to come in, knowing that he has to do everything right off the field to ensure that he keeps his job, along with you know kicking butt on the field too.
4: Well, for the sake of Auburn, I hope that it goes well for him uh, because uh, you know Brian Harson got he got he got ridden out on a rail just about if 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 Hugh Freeze doesn't. I mean, if the things that happened at Ole Miss happen here, it's going to be bad. <laughs>
1: oh, well the things that happen. There will at be there will be were,
0: thousands and thousands of eyes watching right. very very closely all the time. The
1: things that at yes. Ole less for recruiting violations, right? Those violations don't need to occur anymore because you have well, IL. It, uh, uh, you, uh, you have the other
0: reasons where they when they finally fired him. That didn't have that that was no, that was that
1: that's the stuff on his phone was um was turned up afterwards. After he was let yeah. go, up. but
0: I think that's what John's talking about. Right. Those those right. type yeah. Of things. So. Yeah, those things, those kind of things are
4: are Bobby Petrino type things too. Um, well, thank you guys for your answers. I appreciate it.
2: Appreciate the call, John. Just to clarify, uh, he resigned after the stuff with the phone calls began. Is that uh, right? Yeah. right? Yeah, it was right before the start of the 2017 season. That was sort of the last. Oh, one because right. it was he,
0: after he, he is after he accused Houston. Well, Remember, no, I said Houston. Was uh, responsible for some of the things, and then I think I think Houston was sort of involved in, in finding those. It was in discovery. It
2: was in discovery of the defamation of character right. lawsuit, I believe. Mm-hmm. And there was also the um, he gave a, a an address at Media Days that year that felt like sort of a farewell speech, and then resigned a couple of weeks later. Like, it, yeah. I mean, he he was under, and then the team itself. I think a lot of folks thought the 2017 season was going to be the end of Hugh Freeze anyway at Ole Miss because the team looked like they were going to go five and seven or six and six. I mean, they, they were picked, I think, to finish last. In the SEC West, going into that season, he in fact didn't make it to the 2017 season, because between media days and the start of the year, he, he resigned after news of those phone calls became public. That was that was right after I started. I think it was like my second week. Yeah, on the drive. That's <laughs> like so that's we had no we had because we had that and we had the FBI basketball thing within within oh, six God. weeks of me coming aboard, and uh, it's been
0: uh, yeah fun fun never stops. Back to the Kia of Auburn Hotline. Shane is up next. Hey Shane.
5: Hey guys, how are y'all doing today? All right. I have two, I just have two comments real quick. Uh, the first is um, comparing um, Hugh Freeze to Brian Harson's worth work, uh, work ethic. I can I can almost say with positivity that, that it's not anywhere near the same. He, from what I have heard in only the past like two hours, he's already recruiting, which is something that Harson didn't do the entire time he was here. So, you know, I just wanted to say that about that. Number two, Cadillac Williams, everybody loves this guy, right? So, in my opinion, we wouldn't really want him to be our coach right now because he hasn't been a coach, uh, you know, he's only been a positions coach, and that's it. And he, he just doesn't, he needs that experience before he's a head coach somewhere like Auburn. Uh, you know, let alone another you know smaller college or something first to work his way up, because if he is and he and he fails, that would be his legacy instead of what it is now. And I just don't—I love Cadillac to kind of like too much to want him to go through that this early in his career.
2: That's an interesting point that you know he's someone who who may, may not be be ready for for the permanent job. And I mean, I think there there's some folks who, who you know. I mean, clearly he didn't ultimately get the job. I wonder about. I mean, do we? I mean, we're, I think folks are wondering about whether or not Cadillac is, is going to be part of the staff moving forward. We haven't really heard anything about. No, no, they haven't made any announcements. It it's not
1: official yet, but oh, I, I will I, uh, we'll I see. want I want to go on I, record saying I think uh, Cadillac could do it. I think the job of a head coach now at a big school like Auburn is to <clears> recruit <throat> and run the program. Right, I, I don't you're think... the face of
0: the program right. and right. Your, your your job is i mean uh, many t- it's a CEO type right. I mean let your coaches coach, you get your team ready real
2: quick Shane, the, the other thing to keep in mind with Cadillac Williams would be that he got a late start on coaching because he was in the NFL right. for six right. to eight years, which makes him you know i mean some folks would point to that we're seeing it more in pro sports right like experience as a professional athlete is certainly towards the end of career I mean, end of your career you you gain yeah. unique experience that even your uh, coaches can't, can't last necessarily thing, last, so, last thing there. is go is, ahead shane is
5: all, I'm, all i'm saying is he may he may have he may be a great coach but it, it, we don't know yet like we don't really know about dion he's only coached small small right. you know smaller school just don't know are we willing to take this guy's whole legacy because right now he's like he's He's, he's you know he's Auburn's savior right now for this for this season. I just I I love the guy. I loved him for for a, over a decade now, and I just I don't know if he himself is feels like he is ready to be the head coach at Auburn. You know, look, I I don't know. I, just,
2: I don't know Shane. I mean, he's, he's, he sounded
5: like he's ready. He's, we appreciate the phone call, but no, he's, not, he's not. Gonna the, he's not going <laughs> to be. He's not going to be the head coach.
0: But, but I, we do think he'll stick. We need to get to our bottom of the hour break. Come on in and join us here as the drive continues from Franklin time.
3: More of The Drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334 321 1390. Toll free at 888 382 7502 or email TheDrive at ESPNAU.com.
0: Welcome back into The Drive here on this Monday afternoon. Bill and Dan. Joined by Brian Matthews, MauburnSports.com, here at Franklin Tire, where again they've been taking care of folks and their vehicles for a well, a long time, a lot longer than uh, than than most of the people that are sitting here. They used to fix horses here,
2: right? That's my it's my <laughs> understanding. Is, that, is this place uh, was? A, yeah, this place was Franklin's Franklin's horse repair back in the day, and now it's. Now it's Franklin Tyron. I don't
0: know, but the, the number, I don't think we've given it, uh, given it out on the air. 821-4572. I've called it a few times. Yeah, they're great folks. Whatever, anything that you need taken care of with your vehicle, from regular, you know, standard servicing to, uh, I mean, to uh, just minor things like, uh, you know, oil changes and, you know, if, if, uh, I, I know, you had you had a headlights.
2: I I they they changed, fixed
0: right. Well, you know what they uh they
2: just last week uh, my car was here because the brake sensor was uh was, was sque- okay. the, the old the old replace me sensor was going off in the brakes. So they, uh, they they hooked me up with that and, and always 334 821 three three four eight two one four five seven two. Save that number in your phone. Maybe you don't need it right now. This moment. But you'll, you'll probably need it at some point if you're oh, driving yeah, around Auburn yeah. Opelika. And so I would uh, encourage you <laughs>
0: to have Franklin auto 's number at the ready. No question about it. All right. Uh, while we've got a minute, and we'd love to hear from you, your thoughts on anything in the world of sports, from the Iron Bowl to Auburn basketball to Auburn's new head football coach in Hugh Freeze. But, Brian, let, let's talk a little bit about the Iron Bowl on Saturday. I mean, uh, definitely some good, and that came and Auburn's offense, especially the running game, rushing for 318 yards.
1: Yeah, the most against uh, a Seven. team. Yep. Um, so that's that was impressive. I thought, and back to back, no three, three games in a row with two 100 yard rushers. Yeah. First time in Auburn history. Uh, that's just Cadillac Williams. What an incredible job he did with this team. Yeah, hey, I want. I want to. Uh...
0: Uh, also throw some praise toward, uh, to, to Will Friend and Ike kill yeah, yeah. With what they
1: were able to do with the offense. And the offensive mids, line. I mean,
0: you know, two thirds <laughs> of the way through the year.
1: Yeah. And what about the offensive line to, to finish like that right. after struggling for so long to finally get coaches that understood their strengths, put them in position to have success in those running backs and, and put the, you know, the best players on the team, which are Auburn's running backs in position to make plays. And, and it really worked well. I mean, that offense. That running game was really, really um, producing over the final four weeks, and um, you know, had some things gone a little bit better, they could have won at state. And you know, if they cut all the breaks, maybe they could have made uh, you know uh, an incredible they, win they in have, Alabama. At they had the fluke been fumble. in the game, right?
0: Have that fluke fumble with Jarquez, where the, the ball is uh, bounces off the the backside of a an yep. Auburn player uh, and goes for a fumble, and then the still. Uh, I can't. Right. I cannot understand how they could not look at, view, the, uh, yeah. at, at the could punt overturn it right and say, well, no, Where's it not? didn't touch anybody's yeah. hands. The, the four the four consecutive touchdown drives <laughs> for Alabama. I right. mean, you, I mean that, that was
2: that that's was like Alabama.
0: Auburn couldn't get Alabama off the field.
2: Right. That, right. that was the problem. And that's the sort of Alabama team when they were looking like that. I yeah. mean, when they started to ignite in the second quarter, that that looked like a team. Oh, where you quarter. where you yeah 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 you're right they, they started the first after
0: the, after the first possession
2: but you wonder you know especially you know the Tennessee and LSU teams you've seen of late you know how on earth did, did this team lose football games to those two and how on earth is that team going to get left out of the playoff there are, there are four teams better than that and I'm not saying they belong. Um, this is a different God. argument, but there, there are four teams. There,
1: I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. They gave up a ton yeah. of rushing yards to a, They did. They did. Oh, they, they did their, defense, defense, got, their
0: defense. Yeah, their right. defense is is just not what you'd normally expect and, from an Alabama defense. And here's the thing:
1: had you, Auburn yeah. not turned the ball over, if that was a one-score game going into the fourth quarter, when you're a team that can run the ball like Auburn was doing, you've got a real chance. Yeah, to just take that game.
0: The thing know? that was the thing that was, uh, you know. Really disappointing was defensively Auburn wasn't able to get any pressure really on Bryce Young. And, you yeah. know, last year you saw what the pressure could do. Obviously, I mean, it makes a difference when you're playing at home, but they sacked Bryce seven times I a uh, year ago and hardly got any pressure on him at all. Yeah, I, I,
1: didn't, not, I understood why Auburn did that game plan right, um, but I, I, I just don't like it. Um, I mean, maybe if they had blitzed more, they would have been burned more and given up, you know, 700 yards and 50 points. I don't know. They gave up forty nine. Right, exactly. They gave up over five hundred yards and four, right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Really? So uh, I would have liked them to have gotten after the quarterback more. I think the thing that hurt them in that game the most defensively is they didn't have and Leota to, to balance out right. uh, Derek Hall. And that, that they, they needed to And they and they didn't have healthy guys interior
0: guys, right. really. I
1: mean right.
0: so uh, so that, that made it that made it harder. But uh but, but yeah, you're, not, so, you're not beating by Young, by hey, the Rimsabeth. Um back. so so Brian, I mean uh, I guess, what, it's coming down to one game as Auburn having a possibility of still getting into a bowl game?
1: Technically, yes, but here's my opinion, and I have not discussed this yet with anybody who matters, but 5-7 and seven Auburn should never accept a bowl bid, period. That's my opinion. The second thing can, I will say you about accept, this, Can
0: you accept a bowl bid, practice, and then not go? <laughs> yeah.
1: Because uh, they, well, could well,
0: use, they could use the 15 days of practice with a new staff.
1: They could, however. Recruiting and portaling, to me, are by Far, the most important thing. You no, know, I've never heard that phrase. not like, yeah, like that. Win, that this staff has to do right now. Auburn's 2023 roster needs extreme help, right? At just yep. about every single oh, you're position. Right. And the one thing this staff has done really good is keep Auburn in contention with a lot of top guys to possibly flip or possibly win recruiting battles with. So I think this, this staff under you freeze as he puts it together, I think it's going to come together quickly, it I think the priority to, has to be recruiting and portaling.
0: There are so many. There are going to be so many different uh, uh, coaching moves with assistance. Yeah. With, with some of the moves we've seen just over the last few days and the way teams have finished that are retaining their head coaches, be a lot of movement. It will be really, really interesting. To me, that's the most critical thing that we hear over the next few days is Hugh Freeze's staff.
1: Yeah. And this is going to happen quickly because I think he has been working on this behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew this was a big opportunity. He knew this is a big job. He knew he was going to be a, a a finalist, I would say, or a top candidate. So he's already been working on this. And um, I would expect something, uh, I Expect a lot of the stuff to be finalized in the coming, I, I, probably the next day or two.
2: We had a honest. caller mention earlier in the show the sort of groundswell for support from Cadillac Williams. I think it's also been reported that there was something of a groundswell or a considerable – I don't know if anyone's gone on record and, and provided a quote like from the university side of this, but but some some opposition on social media and maybe emails to the university over the weekend when it became uh, clear that Hugh Freeze was the frontrunner for the job after, after Lane Kiffin to the point where if Auburn had gone in a different direction now – you know, I, I wonder if there would have been comparisons drawn to Tennessee stopping the hire of Greg Schiano a couple of years ago when it became clear Tennessee was going to hire him after Butch Jones and then outcry on social media stopped the hire of Greg Schiano, yeah. and, uh, and Tennessee ended up hiring uh, I'll tell J- you, Jeremy Pruitt. I
1: think, the, I think the Tennessee one was much more um, – yeah, it I was, was bigger than the the, what was going on in Auburn. The biggest difference
0: there is publicly huge donors at Tennessee came out and joined in. I mean, if, if you'd had the three or four biggest power brokers at Auburn jump in there publicly, then yeah, you probably would have had a repeat of what we saw with Tennessee. And I do
2: wonder how, you know, on an island John Cohen is wanting Hugh freeze, or if there's some important support elsewhere within the university. No, he's not on an That's island. what I mean. No, <laughs> no, 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 this,
1: no. This decision was not made on an island. It was important to them. One of their priorities was making sure that this was a. Focused, you know, sort of one arrow search right where John Cohen was the leader of the search. He was out front. He was, quote unquote, in charge. But but he was in consultation with Dr. Chris Roberts, the president, and with the key members of the board of trustees that matter. He's the tip of the spear. Right.
2: There's there's other there's other aspects of it. And that's and that's a that's in contrast to the Tennessee situation as well, because you, oh, had, yes. you had an embattled athletic director sort yeah. of going on his own to try right. to hire Greg Schiano, and some, I think some of the fan you know, some of it was also a backlash to Tennessee not getting you know John Gruden, right, or, right. or Florida yeah. hiring Dan Mullen, and well, you know, stuff like that, but
1: it's also in contrast to every single Auburn search we've had over the last decade or so, or, or longer, really, um, and I think that was really important, and I think whether or not you agree with it or not, for whatever reason, I think the actual search, the way it was conducted, uh, John Cohen and Doctor Roberts deserve credit for it. Did Did either of you think
2: there was a point between Saturday morning and now that the backlash or the
0: anti-Hugh
1: Saturday Freeze night, movement I was yeah. wondering had oh, yeah. have
0: been effective enough oh, yeah. to stop him from getting the job?
1: Yeah. Yes, definitely.
0: I I felt I felt by yesterday afternoon or last night that it was it was back to to Hugh Freeze being at the top, but yeah. sure Saturday night it seemed like wow this is uh. You know, we'll see how this continues, but it's it sort of, you know, it, it, there was a swell, and then there didn't seem to be a whole lot more after that. 334-321-1390. Three, 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 one, um, let's get back to the IKEA of Auburn hotline, Inspector is up next. Hey, Spector.
6: Hey, guys. Um, I called in the last show and said something negative before, and then I couldn't, uh, I guess the listener not listen to the rest of my conversation, so I'll go ahead and say up front, that uh, I was anti-Freeze, and uh, I admit that. And but now that he's my coach, I will support him 100%. Uh, okay. Now that I said that, now getting back to that, now Jay uh, Brian, this is your guy, right?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say he's my guy. No, I would not say that at all. I've, I've actually yeah. never met you, Freeze. Don't know him personally. He, you, uh, were
6: but, you were uh, advocating uh, for uh, him, right? The okay. reason I say that, Brian, last Monday when you were on, yes, you said that uh, that he took one of our Auburn guys from the portal, which is Malik Willis,
1: right, and
6: uh, made a quarterback out of him.
1: He did, and, yes. And
6: uh, but but you made a mistake of saying he was taken in the first round when he's yeah, actually in the, the third, yeah. Third you
1: round turned, round. turned him into a draft pick. Okay, not let, not let not me explain round. my position on this search. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My position on the search was from a football standpoint, the two best guys Auburn could hire again, from a football standpoint, mm-hmm. were Lane Kiffin and you freeze. I thought both of them had some negatives, obviously, but just from a football standpoint, that's the way I felt. I did not think there was a perfect candidate out there, uh, that checked every single box that Auburn could hire that was available during the search. They were the best of the hireable guys right. for, for, for Auburn. Yeah. Okay. That
6: sounds good. Um, This is my beef with Hugh Freeze. I felt the whole time, I know what he did at Mississippi, and that that fear is there to be carried over, but that remains to be seen. But my my beef with him was I didn't see really a big difference between him and Malzahn, and I still don't. I mean, their football records are basically identical, except for the matter of now I will give Gus the credit now. He's going into the championship game where Hugh Freeze lost to New Mexico State. But uh, for for me to get behind Hugh Freeze a day or two ago was, was absolutely not
0: there. And, uh, I can understand what you're talking you're about. You're not Spectre. the first person to draw no. draw
2: I, parallel between. Uh, and by the way, Hugh, Hugh Freeze was the Arkansas State coach, right? And then left for Ole, the Ole Miss before.
0: Yeah, and then Gus, Gus replaced Gus him, and then Brian Harson replaced, replaced, and then Brian Harson right. replaced so Gus. Said, wow, you got the same three guys yep. uh, in in uh, well, not in the not in inverse order, but close. By but the way, I can Hugh un-
1: Freeze ten and three, Gus 10-3, Arson eight and five. That's right.
0: Yep. Uh, but I understand. I understand same. your concern there, Specter. I mean, uh, what Hugh did at Ole Miss. Um, regardless of how he did it, I mean, he took a team that was uh, that had gone six and eighteen, i believe uh, and and won seven, then eight, then nine then ten that 's good um, what i what I wonder about and i 'd love some people that watched Liberty more than I have is you know in his four years at Liberty, he had that one ten win season and then three eight win seasons i don 't think that all, i don 't think the auburn faithful are hoping for an eight-win coach. And
2: how much was the uh, the other question? I should probably do more research on this too, Specter. How much of the decline at Ole Miss was because of the sanctions from the NCAA and the SEC? I don't think you can ignore it. Yeah, taking scholarships away, and, and how right. much of that influenced the fact that that team? I think he finished in last place in his in his fifth year at, at Ole Miss well, before the, before being well, let fired. Me say, so, ahead, let me Spector.
6: say this. Let me say this: the winning season that he had at uh, Mississippi. Well, wasn't that because of what he did in recruiting?
0: That's what I said. Regardless of how he did it, I mean, yeah, if, yeah. If, folks, if folks are, you know, if he can get out and, and bring in those types of classes at Auburn, then then, yeah. then it's a good one. Two, uh, okay. two classes I think my, seven my, on
1: rivals in two thousand thirteen and sixteen. And I'll remind you again that what he did at Ole Miss is now, in you know, general terms, legal through NIL collective.
2: And Brian Matthews also has said on the show before, he doesn't think Hugh Freeze and Ole Miss were the only schools engaging in God. some of those activities back Hell in 2012 no. and 2013. God, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were, the one, they were the ones busted <laughs> by the NCAA. Right. Uh, okay, with that, with, that
0: being it, behind,
6: with that being behind us now, Hugh Freeze is my coach. Okay? Got you, I'd say what?
0: No, I just said got gotcha. you.
6: Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, now that he's our coach, this is what I want him to do. Recruiting. The recruiting is absolutely number one, and he can't do it by himself. And I don't think the, the moms and dads in the living rooms are really going to be there 100 percent until he kind of like proves himself. With that being said, he's got to get the guys behind him. He's got to have him a staff that is solid on recruiting.
0: And You're not kidding. Rec- You're absolutely right about that. I'm with you as as, a, it, you know, as, as much as I can be.
6: And so far, he's got one in 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 Carnell Williams. We don't have to worry about running backs. Now, what we have to do is worry about linemen, defensive, offensive, and defensive backs.
0: Yep, a lot of speculation, but we don't know who those guys are yet. But a lot of speculation. Hopefully, we'll know right. here in the next. Appreciate, day. So, appreciate, yeah, it, we, we got to run, Specter. I know we're we're get, we're late at a break. And hang on, if you can, you're up when we come back.
2: John Samuel Schenker at five thirty. By the way, we forgot to mention yep. that we're going to talk Tiger Takes with Auburn's uh, senior captain right. uh, in, in hour number two. But in the meantime, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be back here on the uh, on the Monday edition of the Drive.
3: Let's get back to the drive. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502, or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com.
0: Well, back to the calls as we continue here on the Monday Drive. Let's get right back to
7: them. And Ed is up first. Hey, Ed. Hey, Bill and Dan uh- hope oh, both of you had a great Thanksgiving. And uh, I, I was just going to call and just comment, uh, you know, I, I absolutely will be behind uh, whoever Auburn would have hired. And, uh, you know, uh, it, even Harsin, you know, when he was hired, I said, I don't know, you know, maybe. But after a year, I, I, I didn't want him to come back for the second year. But uh, it it just seems like that. Auburn, they, Auburn, the what people love to call the powers that be. They had to know last January, you know that this was coming on, and, and I think they handled it again very poorly. You know, I'm not putting this on uh, Cohen, but but if they, you know, they should have known uh, one thing or another about, uh, you, you know, about Kip and I. I, I, I And and, and the one thing that uh, (laughs) – excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. The one thing that uh, you hear from uh, Nick Saban, you hear from every great coach is you have to have – at college, you have to have everybody pulling in the same direction. Uh, Do y'all think this is everybody pulling in the same direction? for Do you think – they're gonna have everybody pulling in the same direction.
0: Yeah, I, I think the the yeah, hope everybody is is no that's that's uh, not possibility.
7: Uh, but
1: if he starts winning and recruiting at a high level, I bet just about everybody will start pulling in the same direction, right? The,
2: the hope was solidarity and you do wonder if there's anybody really influential behind the scenes pushing against this. That's a great that's
0: a great it, point there, Dan.
2: Because you know, you do know, we don't know. Um, but no, I don't, I don't think it's the it's the unifying slam dunk that you know that 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 I think some folks were maybe hoping for. While the results still aren't in on on how the team performs on the field under Hugh Freeze.
7: Yeah. Okay. And then two more things, real quick, if I could. Uh, as far as you know, I, I know that I've heard that Cadillac's going to stay, and I would assume I'm hoping that would be like an assistant head coaching, recruiting. Have y'all heard anything on offensive or defensive coordinator? You know, is anybody going to come with uh, Hugh Freeze?
0: Well, I don't know about from Liberty. I mean, I know that um, that, that KG, Brian mentioned Barry Odom as a possible
2: defensive coordinator candidate.
1: That's a a good one. Uh, Auburn's going to have a huge budget to go out and hire defensive coordinator like Barry Odom and other assistants. I'd be very surprised if um, Carnell didn't stay, and I think there's a possibility that one or two other assistants here could stay, and I think you're going to see some really familiar names and some high-profile guys end up uh, coming.
0: Brian Matthews along with Bill and Dan as we come to you from Franklin Tire on the Monday Drive. Appreciate the call, Ed. Brent, Terry, hang on, guys. We're back after the the top-of-the-hour break for hour number two of The Drive.
3: SPN 1067, WGZZ HD3 Waverly, and W294AR Auburn
0: Opelika. Things every day. So start clicking and adding everything you need for the tech lovers in your life. Or grab one of our nailers, combo kits, or trimmers to surprise any doer on your list. Everything you need for the holidays is just a click away with free delivery on eligible online items. The Home Depot. How doers get more done.
3: Liberty's Hugh Freeze agreed to a deal to become Auburn's next head football coach, reports ESPN's Chris Lowe. Freeze widely regarded as one of the top offensive minds in the game. New Nebraska coach Matt Rule has signed his eight-year, $74 million contract. He's among the top ten highest-paid coaches in the country. The Packers waiting for test results on quarterback Aaron Rodgers' rib injury. Green Bay with only a minimal chance to make the postseason at 4-8. Needs to end Rogers' season so it can figure out what it has in back of Jordan Love and its QB position moving forward, advises Canty and Carlin co host Chris Canty. You got to make a decision on Jordan Love's fifth year option, Carlin. Mm-hmm. That has to happen in the 2023 offseason. And I think giving yourself a five game sample size in order to get as much information as you can might not be the worst thing. And then, oh, by the way, Carlin, just so happens to be an opportunity to showcase Jordan Love if, in fact, you do want to move on from him. Today, the Browns officially added quarterback Deshaun Watson to their 53-man roster, clears the way for his Cleveland and season debut against his former team, the Texans, on Sunday. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive offers a great price and round-the-clock protection when bundling home and auto. It's one of those rare times where you could save money and get something great. Bundle today at Progressive.com.
0: of the Monday Drive on this uh, nice looking Monday evening, um, a big day news, were, uh, news wise with um, less than two hours ago, um, breaking news that Auburn has uh, found its new head coach and it is Hugh Freeze. Still no official word from uh, from Auburn yet, right? I haven't seen an email from the uh, from from Auburn Athletics yet. So, but I mean, it is. It is out everywhere now that Hugh Freeze uh, will be Auburn's head coach. We will uh, uh, take your calls here momentarily, get your thoughts on that. The Iron Bowl, where Alabama knocks off Auburn 49-27. to Auburn basketball winning a tough defensive battle yesterday against St. Louis to remain unbeaten on the season. So, I mean, we had other coaching changes. Um, in a bit of a surprise, Wisconsin, hiring Luke Fickle away from Cincinnati. And, and as we
2: said on the show on Friday, former Auburn Offensive Coordinator Kenny Dillingham uh, returning to his alma mater, right. Arizona State, as the head coach. Just 32 years old, uh, Dillingham, and he's keeping the interim coach, uh, who was very popular at Arizona State this past mm-hmm. year. He's keeping him
0: on the, on the staff there, there at Arizona State. Matt Rule is the uh, new head coach at Nebraska. So now, let's see. And, uh, and Willie Fritz. The new head coach at Georgia Tech. That's right. Tulane. Uh, oh, they named him already?
2: Yes. That was right. Yeah, last night uh, Willie Fritz oh, I didn't realize got, that. The, uh, okay. got the Tulane job. Apparently uh, Bill O'Brien was in, uh, was in discussion for that Georgia Tech what, job, what, too. What,
0: what I read was that Bill O'Brien told Georgia Tech his next job is going to be in the NFL. So yeah. that's, that's why um, uh, Georgia Tech bringing in Willie Fritz. All right. We have a full bank of calls. Uh, the Kia of Auburn hotline of Auburn where you're always number one and the number to get you through 334-321-1390 as we get started with hour number two of the drive which is brought to you by the good folks at the Orthopedic Clinic, East Alabama's go-to center for orthopedic care with locations in Auburn and Opelika on the web at orthoclinic.com Bill, Dan, Brian Matthews from AuburnSports.com and we will uh, get to the uh, phones and I believe Brett gets us started hey Brett
8: hey Bill I uh, certainly don't know how well Hugh Freeze will do, but i got to agree with uh, Brian. Do, do people not understand, he, he was having to outbid people when he got, you know, when, when Ole Miss got called and got sanctioned. I mean, it wasn't like he was the only one making offers to people.
2: No, no, well, I don't know. I, th- I think that's a, that's an important I mean a, 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 among the allegedly. Yeah, well no, I mean if if you're looking at the the concerns folks may have about a potential Hugh Freeze, I mean I I still think that recruiting you know it it remains to be seen how he recruits, but there are there's a lot of context needed in the Hugh Freeze recruiting classes good and bad for Ole Miss a decade ago and and I think that's uh I mean I I would imagine that if you're if you're in favor of this move, it's because you believe recruiting to be a real strength of Hugh Freeze.
8: Yeah, well, um, the people trying to compare Gus and Hugh Freeze, uh, first of all, everywhere he's been, Hugh Freeze has taken quarterbacks and made them better. You cannot say that about Gus Malzahn. It, no, if you, you did. Yet. You're 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 fooling yourself. Second of all, if reports are true out there. It looks like we're going to get Matt Luke as the offensive line coach.
0: That now, would be uh, a nice addition. I mean, he, he is an outstanding now, recruiter as well as a, a, an excellent offensive line coach.
8: Yes, both of them, Bill. Remember, this is, This would not be a curb hand uh, coaching uh, acquisition. This is a guy who can coach and recruit. So, you know, please stop with the Gus. Matt. Freeze won nine games and ten games at Ole Miss. I'm going to say it again. Ole Miss. I'm 60 years old, Bill. They last won an SEC championship when I was one. It's mm-hmm. Ole Miss. Right. But come on. Uh, 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 enough of all this. I have no idea how. but He is a good hire as of right now. Y'all have a great day.
0: Appreciate the call, Brett. <clears throat> Back to the phone. Terry is up next. Hey, Terry.
5: Hey, guys. How y'all doing today?
0: Doing all right, sir. Good to hear from you.
5: Good to talk to y'all as well. Uh, y'all, y'all know from the beginning, I've been a Hugh Freeze guy from the beginning. Uh, right. I just thought that was the, it was the best fit. I think he's going to lend himself to the community in ways, and the appreciation he's going to show for this chance is going to be enormous. I really believe that. But I want to ask Brian, what about the name Travis Williams on defense? Could that be a guy he could get?
1: Uh, I believe, and um, we already mentioned Barry Odom as a real possibility here, that Auburn is going to have a big uh, budget to go out and hire more experience. Right. I think money is no Board object.
0: For Although the I'm,
1: staff. I'm a big believer in T. Will as a coach, as a future head coach at Auburn or somewhere, you know, I'm I'm all for it. But I just don't know that this is the direction Auburn is going in right this very minute.
5: But It just seems too perfect to be true. I, I don't know. I don't know just, uh, he would be the perfect guy, I think, for that job. The other thing is, is, uh, is offensive coordinator, Is what, where will Carnell Williams have on the side? I think he's going to keep it. I think we all know that. What, what his I think Houston he could very well, well be? be
0: an assistant, the, the assistant head coach.
5: Assistant head coach, okay. Because he Freeze is going to call his own plays. I think we know that.
0: Well, That's you know, he? we were just trying to figure that out. I wonder, Kent Austin, remember him from Ole Miss, the quarterback, uh, has right. been Hughes' uh, offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach, and I believe play caller. So I don't know if you – uh, is planning on calling his own plays. Looking, looking right. forward to finding that out. And but do you guys, I, I, do you guys I think Robbie that, Asher
1: will be the quarterback I'm next year? So credit for developing um, uh, Willis, right? Yeah, I agree.
5: And you guys think Robbie Asher will be the quarterback next year? Do you think there's a chance we could have a, a senior transfer and give him a redshirt year? So Freeze could teach him a year or two.
0: Uh well, Robbie's already redshirted, so I mean, I, okay, I think well.
1: that's going to be interesting, very yeah. interesting to to watch because I I sure wouldn't rule out adding another quarterback. I wouldn't either. But I've also heard so many current coaches, or at least a couple, I shouldn't say so many, but a couple mentioned they really think Robbie has a high upside and they think he can really um, improve his passing ability. And when we talked to Robbie after the game, he uh, listed all the injuries he had that were not reported or that he didn't Mm -hmm. tell anybody. And there was like four or five different ones. I don't remember them all. But I was like, man, that's, that's a lot. So Malik
2: uh, Willis at the Combine earlier this year said that Hugh Freeze called plays on first and second down and Kent Austin called third down and red zone plays. Oh, wow. That's, okay. how he, that's how he that's explained the play calling setup, at least going wow. into this season. That, that, that's the former
0: quarterback, that, Malik Willis. That that makes you wonder, is mm-hmm. Kent Austin coming with him? I mean, if he's had somebody that he's relied on that much and sort of right. co play called. Right. And I
2: don't believe that had been
0: disclosed, that
2: sort of no, structure I seen before, that. before, yeah. I, mean, Malik inter- Willis.
1: I, would like to, I would like to think about that or have somebody explain <laughs> to me how that you Yeah, know, that's, yeah. there's a great reason You get big for, plays, but, just you, 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 might, you know, if you're right. only
2: calling third downs yeah, you're hoping you don't get
0: a chance to call them.
2: Get that, was, the red zone. that was something Malik Willis told the NFL
0: Network huh. uh, leading up to the draft.
1: Very interesting. Right. That's a wow is what that is.
5: Guys, yeah. have a good day. Take care.
0: Appreciate the call, Terry. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety and James is up next. Hey James. Hey guys. What's going on?
2: Uh well, you know, busy, busy last couple of hours, James. You know, a lot, a lot, lot of yeah. different, a uh, lot, a lot of different stuff out there. Where, where are you on Hugh Freeze as, as Auburn's next head coach? Ah,
9: uh, uh well, I don't, I don't have nothing against the guy. I mean, I thought he was impressive at Ole Miss, and you know, I told y'all earlier that uh, we needed a warrior, not a saint, so and that's where I come from. I know some of the holier-than-thou crowds probably will get on to me later for it, but it would be okay. Um, my question was uh, is a two-part question, one kind of a little different from the first one. Um, I know y'all talked about we're going to have a big budget for offensive and defensive coordinators, but I've heard a lot of rumors that the defensive and offensive Uh, defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator is a very large pool that are wanting to come here. Have you all heard that too, or is that something I'm just getting mixed messages on?
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, I think for the for the people that looked at this and thought, "God, this has really turned into a, a show," and nobody wants to come here, yeah. um, there there's there are opportunities, a big opportunities. Here. Even even before this was you know made
2: as official as it is
0: or whatever, when it was rumored to be
2: Lane Kiffin or Hugh Freeze, I think with either one, there was a belief that the defensive coordinator job would a have some autonomy because the guys right. are known as offensive guys, and and b be a place where defensive coordinators have thrived and used right. that job to springboard in the past. So whether it's somebody on the on the ascent, you know, who could be looking to use this to become a head coach or somebody who served as a head coach and a defensive coordinator before, yeah. I I would have I mean it's it's easy to believe that the defensive coordinator job at Auburn under Hugh Freeze will be something that a, a lot of a lot of
1: high quality coaches are after. And to me it's two different things, right? That defensive coordinator, as Dan just said, it's a job for a veteran to come in with a lot of experience, get a big paycheck, and it's a guy that you can rely on to run that side of the ball, a lot like Gus Malzahn relied on Kevin Still to run that side of the ball. I'm not going to say it's the exact same thing. I don't know how that relationship will be, but I think it'll be very similar. On the offensive side, I think you're looking at an opportunity. By the way,
2: did, uh, Brian just reporting now Kevin Steele.
1: On the other side of the ball, I think it's an opportunity for maybe some younger coaches to maybe fill in co-coordinator roles. They know that you has this experience as an offensive coach, and he's been very successful as a quarterback coach and developer and play caller, all those things. So <clears throat> he can be a part of that along with maybe a, a – co-offensive coordinator, passing game coordinator, quarterback coach, slash running game coordinator, either an offensive line coach or a running backs coach, maybe like a Cadillac Williams. So I think it's maybe two different things you're looking, back, looking at on both sides of the ball here.
9: Hey, the other part of my question was, um, that I didn't get to ask, but um, I'll ask it real quick. Do you, have y'all heard of anything of keeping Ike Hilliard or Zach Etheridge on staff as well?
1: No, I mean... <laughs> Not I, specifically, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't know how the answer is. Yeah,
0: right it. now, right now, we really don't know. Um, you know who may be on the staff. That's what I said. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I did see that uh, Bruce Feldman is saying there's a press conference tomorrow. Okay. Even though we yeah. haven't heard, we haven't heard anything about it, but there apparently will be a press conference tomorrow, and I'm sure that uh, that Hugh Freeze, if if he doesn't offer. Some of the folks on his staff will be asked.
2: And, about and uh, that. is it? Craig, yeah, Craig Stevenson from ML mentioning on Twitter. Uh, uh Corey Batoon is the defensive coordinator at South Alabama, and he has worked for Hugh Freeze at Arkansas State, Ole Miss, and Liberty uh, in different jobs as a
0: defensive. Ten win season, by the way, for, for the Jags this yeah. year.
2: So, so I I would I would maybe keep an eye on. I, I'm unfamiliar. I don't know that he'd be the I, don't, I you know yeah. not the
0: coordinator maybe. But Well, I mean, I just that's what I,
2: I'm. I'm wondering, you know, who's who's that? But the if fact you're that talking Barry a,
0: Odom, I think then, then – but that's, that's a name to watch
2: for maybe you know, right.
1: some, somewhere on the staff potentially. And just to break in right here, Auburn has made it official with their hiring of yep. Freeze as, as their new head coach. Uh, they just tweeted out a, a link to their story. So uh, <laughs> it is now official. He has signed, and he is now Auburn's head football coach. Not a shock, so, right um, now. No.
9: I'll, guys, I'll call back tomorrow. I've got a basketball question I'm going to ask you tomorrow, and I'll let you all continue with the football talk tonight. So I'll catch you all tomorrow.
0: Right. All yeah. tell you what we'll do. We'll get to our first break here. Tie the Tiger. Hang on. Don't forget, coming up at 530, we're going to talk with John Samuel Schenker on Tiger Takes. Uh, back with more of your phone calls here on the Monday Drive from Franklin Tire
3: live on The Drive. <laughs> the Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067 and online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390, toll free at 888-382-7502 or email us at drive at ESPNAU.com.
0: Welcome back to The Drive and as we come back, here comes the official, the official release From Auburn, uh, just coming out about Hugh Freeze, named head football coach at Auburn. Uh, And we'd love your thoughts. And back to the Kia of Auburn hotline, we go. And Ty. The Tiger is up first. Hey, Ty.
10: Hey, guys. Exciting day today, huh?
0: Yeah, I was wondering at uh, around 2 o'clock if we'd still be speculating. But uh, no, no, we're not.
10: You know, it just kinda don't make a lot of sense to me why they held out till the day anyway. You know, I tell you who comes out like a bandit in this thing is Jimmy Sexton. I mean, dude, don't hate the play, hate the game. I mean, this dude he got oh, yeah, one no, dude. You know, paid. Re-
0: yeah, reportedly six and a half million for uh for Hugh Freeze, who I think could have been had for less, but Jimmy Sexton's not gonna uh not gonna give you a break.
10: No, he's not. And, I mean, obviously, to, in my opinion, the, I don't think Lane was even – I don't think Lane was a serious candidate to begin with. I think people at always well, wanted did. him. I did. Well, I mean, here's my thing. if you've been I don't noticing, think
2: you get that new contract at Ole Miss unless you're a serious candidate somewhere. Like, I, like, you know what saying, I mean? Especially, especially, oh, the, no, way, no, no, especially no. the way they finished the season. Now, they're 8-4, and, no, 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 no. and they're giving him the biggest I'm contract saying. in school history. I think it's because there was another suitor.
10: I'm saying Auburn was interested. I don't think Lane was interested. If you paid attention to his Twitter in the last couple of days, he ain't talking about nothing but goat fuel. And of course, that's Lane, though. I mean, yeah, that's, that's Lane
0: Lane did not do anything that could in, in any way upset the apple card up till then. I mean, Lane for sure. Now that he's now that he's set and there at Ole Miss, of course he's going to come back and do some things and and have some shots. But. Um, people I, I people that I trust um, really felt that Lane was ready to sign auburn didn 't force him to sign that gave him the opportunity to to have other options get more money and and, uh, cha- and, and then change his yeah, mind.
2: Wh- whether Lane's intention this entire time was to use Auburn as leverage to get a better deal from Ole miss that 's what ended up happening like I mean right. so, so I mean may- maybe he genuinely wanted to be auburn 's yeah. coach. But sounds but a lot like digging,
10: 2017 yeah. when Gus Malzahn was supposedly going to Arkansas. <laughs> sounds a lot like the same scenario to me. But anyway, guys, we do gotta. I, I do think you know with 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 Hugh, he's going. He wants the job. He's gonna come in and he's gonna hit the ground running. But we got to see what you know what he's gonna bring in. I mean, he. I I think he's gonna do a good job. I, I think it's the it's the question everybody keeps asking what is his staff going to look like? And we ain't going to know for a couple of days, but, um, you know, I have heard reports he's already recruiting and been talking to kids this past weekend about, you know, that he was yes. already going to come up, come to Auburn. Yep. Um, As a
0: matter of fact, I, I, I had a couple of people say that he was doing that uh, right right after he talked to his team before their before their game against New Mexico State. He was recruiting for Auburn right then. And uh, I don't know. I mean, one thing I, I, I agree with. We talked about this a little earlier. I think one of the quotes from John Cohen today, when he said, "Of all the candidates we considered, Hugh was the best fit." Fit has several meanings, but the most important factors were student athlete development, football strategy, recruiting, and SEC experience. I agree with that one hundred percent. What one would think? Oh, go, go ahead.
10: If they release the contract, yeah, because
0: I hadn't heard it yet. 6. No, no, 5%. not released. It's been it's been reported that it's six and a half million for for what six years? Yeah, I think I think
2: uh, ESPN dot had had six and a half for six years. I I think Auburn, if memory serves from the Harson contract, Auburn's not going to release that no, publicly for no, months uh, because they don't have to under state laws compared to some mm-hmm. other places in the country. So that's not going to be like I don't think details will be publicly available for a while. But the reports are six and a half for six years.
10: Can't wait to see what that three-year buyout is. Man, I, I'm going I'm to go and support my team, man. But I just felt like – I really felt like we just got bamboozled and, and we got that lane dangled out in front of us and everybody else went and snatched up a couple better coaches than, than Hugh Freeze, in my opinion. You got Matt Rule. You got Finkel went to Wisconsin. I mean, I don't know, guys. But, hey, you know one thing that cures everything, right? Winning. Winning dude. Yay, the dude comes in and wins ten games next year, ain't nobody gonna say nothing about him and ain't nobody gonna bring up none of his past or nothing. And I'm excited like y'all talked about earlier with Ashford. I mean, what the guy can do with with you know, somebody and Robbie having a full year an off season getting healthy under somebody who can teach him. Um, let's see what the kid's about because I mean I mean, worst case scenario, even if he brings in a uh, another quarterback. I mean, right now, looking at the roster, I'd put Ashford out there, uh, at, you know, at the wide receiver position, let him run down the field the way he could fly, you know. So uh, let's see what he can do, man, and man, war damn eagle.
0: Appreciate the call, Ty. 334-321-1390. Back to the phone, and John is next. Hey, John. Hey, guys. I couldn't disagree anymore with the prior caller. I think Auburn uh, was ready to close uh, Lane Kiffin. Uh, the body from Birmingham, Feinbaum, made an interesting comment. He essentially indicated today that uh, the Carnell Williams
7: situation um, really probably cost Auburn Lane And If that's actually true, and I would love you guys' thoughts, that's excusable. Well, essentially, How? he was
0: ready. Oh, no, you mean, well? Okay, it, in in wanting there to be no no signing or any anything done except verbally, is that what you mean? Uh, no, I this, believe that's what he was this, indicating. Well, I. No, I I think I said that a while ago. I think that played into it. I think Auburn get, got Lane Kiffin, could have, could have had Lane Kiffin signed if they had not been concerned about disrupting you know, Auburn and Cadillac before the Iron Bowl.
1: Well, Lane was concerned about disrupting Ole Miss before the Egg Bowl, too. And the other thing we have to factor in here is I think Lane, I mean, again, he's not going to come out and say all the reasons why. So is no. speculation, I mean, right? But I think part of it is when that guy came out on Twitter and reported that he was going to Auburn. Lane is like, uh, no, I'm not. Look, <laughs> you this, know? Is, this I mean, is all. I mean, I, I think that's. But I'm not just saying that one particular thing. But I think the momentum that it came up and and, and that um, focus that there was on him in the Auburn job. I think uh, that was part of the reason that, that um, he decided not to go in that direction again. That's my opinion. He has not said that.
2: A lot of this is theater, uh, John, you know, but, but like, and so you don't want to read too much in any, you know, the, of the public stuff. But when you look at like Thursday night, you know, seeing Lane Kiffin's son on the sideline right. with a smoke machine, right. right? Was I the only one thinking, no. oh, I don't know, guys, like this is, I mean, I, you know, and that's, that's, if, I mean, if you'd asked me on Friday, I still would have said Lane Kiffin was probably coming to Auburn, uh, but there were yeah. times during the week where I said, this isn't as cut and dry as, uh, as, as it, as it felt like you know, maybe even the week before, so.
5: Yeah, just, just one final thought. I mean, I'm just hoping blind loyalty to Carnell Williams didn't cost Lane and If it did, that's inexcusable. And one final point,
0: I want to congratulate O'Brien Matthews for saying one thing. There's no way in hell a five and seven Auburn football team should accept a bowl bid. We should have standards and I appreciate Brian Matthews
7: saying that. Appreciate it, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go to a bowl at five and I don't care about going to a bowl. I just wish that you could like, okay, you earned it. You can practice those 50 days. <laughs> right, right, right. That's that's what I'd like to get out of it. Three three four three two one thirteen ninety and Randy is up. Hey Randy.
11: Hey guys. Good to talk to you. Uh I agree hundred percent with the with the choice. I, I did not have a problem with Lane Kiffin. Uh, he's, he's a good play caller.
0: He's a great you play caller.
11: You think about the president of the United States, and he has a first lady. You don't tell me that a coach with a loving wife is an ambassador between the coach and those players, and it makes a big difference, as opposed to a bachelor coming in, I mean, it's, I just think it's, and he, I think, you know, everybody in the world has, you know, cast the first stone. Everything is forgiving. So I think we did a good job.
2: No, and I think a lot of folks, I mean, there are, there's, there, there is a real, you know, whether it's a plurality, you know, I don't want to call it a majority or anything. You know, there are, there are some folks that are sort of opposed to this on, on moral grounds, citing some things from Hugh Freeze's past, will will some of those folks, you know, could could they be convinced if, if the if the football team is successful? Like I, you know, I don't know. I I don't want to speak for folks on on the well. On it would side have to be a combination of being successful and no no more problems. Yeah, and showing contrition oh, yes. and keeping an open record and, and things like that. But but I go out and look at a tweet that Will Herring put out.
11: Will Herring
2: is oh no. Very, there, there are absolutely supporters for Hugh Freeze too who believe that you know the guy. It, deserves I, forgiveness I, I and an opportunity okay. everyone
11: does and I, and I really do think a coach that has a wife that backs the team and you know takes in the players and it's the second mom to these players I think it makes a difference
2: I, I well, just
1: I will it, say it that, just really that's does a, that's interesting incredible um, yeah, I hadn't really thought about yeah, that
2: the, the notion uh, of Lane Kiffin's uh, uh, candidacy not being, having being not having weakened, a, a, uh, a, by being farm, a by being a single guy know? has Auburn ever hired a single coach Before in in, in football, that's that's uh, not hadn't thought about hadn't thought about it. You know, not in my uh, lifetime. I'm not gonna
1: say it. Not gonna say.
2: Anyways, appreciate appreciate (laughs) the phone call. (laughs) We think we're (laughs) yeah, we are. We got to get to our bottom of the hour break.
1: Was terrific.
0: we're gonna get to uh, John Samuel Schenker. Tiger takes coming up. So we'll uh, we'll put calls on hold for this segment. Stick with us though, as uh, we'll open them back up after we talk with John Samuel here on the Monday Drive from Franklin Tire.
3: The drive continues, continues, continues. continues. The Drive with Bill Cameron and Dan Peck on ESPN 1067. Online at ESPNAU.com. To be a part of The Drive, call 334-321-1390. Toll free at 888-382-7502 or email The Drive at ESPNAU.com
0: them back into the drive here on this Monday evening. Bill, Dan, Brian, Matthews AuburnSports.com as we come to you from Franklin Tire uh, on this uh, busy, busy Monday. We'll take a break from your phone calls. We're going to go to the Kia of Auburn Hotline and uh, welcome in. I believe it's our our final visit um, with at least as part of Tiger Takes because he's always welcome to join us. Uh, here on the drive, but it's a uh, uh, pleasure once again to speak with, with Auburn senior tight end and Captain John Samuel Schenker. John Samuel, uh, thanks again for being with us, man. How are you doing today?
12: Absolutely. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
0: Man, we're doing fine. It's a little busy day, I guess, as you as, 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 as you guys have probably uh, uh, um, heard and learned and, and figured out here today. But uh, but before we you know before we get in and maybe get a thought or two on that in a little bit let's look back at the uh, uh, the, the battle up in uh, Tuscaloosa on Saturday man you guys uh, once again really took it to Alabama I mean you were you and you and uh, you know a lot of the guys had an awful lot to do with that 318 yards rushing against Alabama in the uh, in that tough loss up there in Tuscaloosa on Saturday
12: yeah you know it we offensively um man, if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot um for the most part they they really couldn't stop us on the offensive side i mean we were we knew going to the game if we ran the football, we'd have a chance and and we really did, and if we didn't have all these all those errors, um I don't think they were to stop us the entire day um with the success we were having on the ground, give them a lot of different looks, and they really were not uh prepared for that, I don't think. Um but yeah i mean it's always a tough environment to go in there um and get a win, obviously, they're a good football team and um tested to them for that but um yeah we we thought we played well um obviously it's a team game, and um you know they their offense is really, really talented, and they have a really good quarterback, so um just didn't come out on top.
2: John Samuel, it's it's a it's been a very productive you know final stretch of the season for the run game, and I was just sort of wondering you know what what changed or what things changed about the Auburn run game from the moment Cadillac took over as interim head coach and Will Friend uh, start started calling the plays. How much of it was you know philosophical stuff from the coaches, and how much of it was just uh, determination and attitude uh, from you and your teammates? Yeah, well,
12: I think that. When you have that mentality from Coach Friend and Coach Cadillac that we're gonna run the football, you know, it's fifty times a game, um, that puts your team and your offense in a in a mindset to where you don't want to physically, you know, punish guys and um I think that really translated well with a lot of guys on the offensive side, um, even the wide receivers were bought into it and understanding that, you know, to win football games, we can run the football and win games. Um and I think a lot of guys bought into that. Um, and it, it's a lot of fun. You know, that's really the main part of football. You you can beat up on guys and it's legal. Um, and I think a lot of guys bought into it and really started to understand that.
7: Talking
2: with Auburn senior tight end John Samuel Schenker uh, here on the uh, on the Monday edition of The Drive. It's been a pleasure all season long uh, to uh, to talk to uh, uh, to John Samuel. Big part of that run game, too. I mean, one of the stories of, of the season is the emergence of Jarquez Hunter right, from from where he was and what people thought he might be going into the season to what he showed. I mean, this is someone, you know, just, just two years into his college football career, seems extremely bright, you know, whatever the future holds uh, for Jarquez.
12: Oh, very bright for Jarquez. Um, and just his mentality, a super quiet guy, works super, super hard, and he's, he's really tough. Um, I mean, it's, it's really fun to watch that guy every day. He's so talented. Um he just loves the game. I mean, that's that's why he that's why he came here and he loves Auburn and he wanted to come here and um you see that every day every Saturday and it's yeah, he's he's special to watch. He's a great talent, um, but really a great teammate as well. I think that's why so many guys really love him on the team.
0: We've we've um, you know had quite a few folks today talking about Robbie, uh just and, and his you know as, as a uh, redshirt freshman this year uh, we've really seen him come on I and mean, then he talked you know post game about some of the injuries he's been dealing with throughout uh, throughout the season but i mean ran for over 120 yards uh, had one of the uh, had had one of the most beautiful passes you're ever going to see to uh, Javarius Johnson for the touchdown just uh, love to get your thoughts on the potential and the, the, the future for Robbie Ashford
12: yeah wow um to to see where he started um to where he is now i mean it's uh it's really special to watch him play now and he's really starting to understand the game more and he's he's getting really dynamic and people are starting to respect his legs and they're leaving things open on the back end um so he's he's gonna come around uh this is his first year of live action but you can really see what he's capable of um in areas, um, and I think that will continue to to grow as as long as he is willing to do that.
2: John, Savio I want to give you a chance to uh, to talk a little bit about uh, what the future might hold at the tight end position uh, for Auburn because you're you're completing your your college football career, but you've got uh, you, you know it's it was a, a talented room with with some eligibility remaining. What what can uh, what should folks expect out of the uh, out, of, out of the guys that, uh, that that have the opportunity to return to Auburn next year?
12: yeah i mean it's all these guys have been playing with me for a while now um obviously we all play in every game really um but you know when you got luke deal and tyler from the older guys that have now played four years of college football i mean um you're not gonna lack of experience in this room and they're super talented um there won't there won't be a drop off next year with with anything i mean anything there might be even a step up and um, with those guys, Brandon Frazier again, and Michael Riley Ducker, the, f- the freshman that came in, he's going to be a really good player too. It's, it's going to be an exciting room to watch and see what the future coach um, Freeze wants to do with them. And um, he's he's known for using the tight as well, so um, really looking forward to those guys and seeing what they do in the future.
0: Well, obviously, I mean, you, you mentioned it, and it is official. Auburn, uh, Auburn, officially announcing in the last half hour. Uh, what we'd heard for a couple of hours that that Hugh Freeze will be the next coach. It it uh, you know right now I think everyone hoping that that uh, Coach Lack is 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 part of the staff. Hard to imagine that won't be the case. But I mean, as you know, you're going to sort of be uh, you know like like a lot of us now just uh, watching and and you know not not being able to really be a part of it i guess unless i guess unless auburn auburn maybe gets a a bowl opportunity but i'd love to get your thoughts just on on the the transition now to coach freeze
12: yeah um obviously i i think we can all agree that coach will actually be a part of that new staff and i think he will be um but you know it's um that transition can be difficult for some guys um you know, they're used to certain things, but I think this one will be a little bit easier than the last one just because we weren't really completely set in, in Coach Harson yet. It was only a year and a half or so that he'd been here. And, um, so, you know, I think the guys know the success Coach Freeze had, especially at Old Miss, um, and then with Malik Willis at, at Liberty as well. Um, and we, we've heard about him for a while now, even with back to when Coach Malzahn was, let go. I mean, that was one of the guys you heard about was Hugh Freeze back then. So definitely a guy that, um, has been on the Auburn radar for a while. Um, I know Auburn's excited to have him. Um, it will be interesting to see, you know, how things pan out, uh, with him and, and the staff he brings in and things like that.
2: Yeah. John, John Samuel, you would have been in high school when Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss. I mean, have you, have you ever, did you, have you ever had any interaction or, or any, any contact with, uh, with with Auburn's new uh, with Auburn's new head coach before,
12: yeah, no, I, I've never had contact with him. Um, the only thing I'd ever seen of him was uh, I went to a, to a banquet that he spoke at when I was in high school, but that, I never had any encounters recruiting or anything like that with, with Coach
0: Freeze. Well, John Samuel, again, we, we've we've really enjoyed uh, spending as much time with you over the the last couple of uh, seasons here. So, what's what's in the future for John Samuel Schenker?
12: Yeah, well, if we have a bowl game, um, I'll play in it. Um, get to play one more game, um, but if not, then uh, I'll be in Auburn uh, in the spring. I'll be training for the draft um, and see, you know, what the NFL holds um, if I have an opportunity there. And um, and then and after that, you know, move on with life. I'm obviously, always be an Auburn fan and um, part of the family. So, um, but yeah, exciting stuff ahead, um, regardless of what happens with the bowl game um in, in this part of life
0: well john samuel again we, we can't thank you uh enough for for joining us You're, you've been very straight up with us on uh, every one of the dumb questions that we've asked you here over the last couple of years uh again thanks a lot I hope you get an opportunity um you know to uh to, to to play one more game uh here for auburn and everybody will be watching and and pulling for you as you uh continue to uh uh you know keep your football career going yeah check, check in whenever you want with us man you just
2: Absolutely. Want, even, even if you want to just talk braves right we'll see you know big big uh big off season for your for your boys in atlanta potentially so uh so yeah no it's, it's been uh, it's been an honor and a pleasure uh john samuel and, and we wish you nothing nothing but the best going forward well it's
12: been a pleasure for me too i really enjoyed it uh, i enjoyed talking talking football and life and yeah, absolutely. I'll reach out in the spring and uh, hop back on, talk some baseball, maybe some Auburn baseball as well, um, as those guys get cranked up. And uh, absolutely, I look forward to, to talking again.
2: And, and let, let folks know how they can follow you on your preferred uh, social media uh, platforms uh, m- moving forward if they, if they want to keep up with the adventures of John Samuel Schenker.
12: Yeah, absolutely. Um, they can follow me I have an Instagram uh, and a Twitter. Both of them are uh, at J.S. Schenker. Um Feel free to reach out. Um, I'm always available.
0: Sounds great. Thanks again, John Samuel. Uh, take care, and, yeah, don't be a stranger. Congratulations on an amazing career. I mean, just, just, uh, just, just awesome to watch.
12: I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. War Eagle.
0: John Samuel Schenker joining us. Tiger Takes brought to you by Alsobrook Law Group. Online law dot com. Right, and, and the and the
2: career may not be over
0: for John Samuel oh, Schenker no. as, as he mentions. And no, I th- I think he'll have an opportunity.
2: NFL draft preparation moving mm-hmm. forward, and uh and, and you you never know what the future uh, future holds. But uh but yeah, it was uh, just just great being able to talk to him and uh and one of the one of the cool innovations of NIL giving us the chance to to, to have a uh, an Auburn student athlete you know from from mm-hmm. a team on uh, on every week, and, and we, uh, we really appreciated John Samuel Schenker joining us during football season and. We'll be, uh,
0: we'll be joined by Zep Jasper on Thursdays. That's right. We're going to
2: be talking with Zep nice. again, part of Tiger Takes, mm-hmm. as, uh, as we shift into, uh, in, into basketball mode a little bit. Although, there's still going to be a lot of football to talk about.
0: Oh, I got a feeling there will. And, and we're going to give you an opportunity. We'll get to our final break. Love for you to join in in the final segment of the Monday Drive from Franklin Tire.
3: Time to churn up some more yardage on the Drive. <laughs> drive with bill cameron and dan peck on espn 1067 and online at espnau.com to be a part of the drive call 334-321-1390 toll free at 888-382-7502 or email the drive at espnau.com
0: Welcome back to the drive final segment here on this monday as we come to you from Frank's tire again anything you need uh, seen about with your vehicle of it and hey. they they're great at, at you know if you're not sure they go they'll, they'll look and tell you here's 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 what you need done you now. know you this know what they exciting. have here friendly service Right, right, Bill. Yeah, it I mean, sounds like they ought to use that in a jingle, maybe. Ah, <laughs> friendly service. Yeah. at hey, Franklin. You, you want to uh, tell everybody the Ooh. the uh, the tweet from uh, from from Bruce Pearl.
2: We have a little bit of, uh, I mean, almost some breaking news, courtesy uh, of Auburn head basketball coach Bruce Pearl, who tweeted out a congratulations to Hugh Freeze, and included in that tweet that he is looking forward to working with Hugh, and Cadillac,
0: and the amazing staff they will put together. Unquote. Okay, so it's sort of like when we came on the air and Auburn hadn't yeah. officially announced Hugh Freeze as head coach. I think, we're, I think we, can, we can safely and comfortably say, and Cadillac Williams will be part of Hugh Freeze's staff, because Hugh Freeze also highly praising Cadillac for the job that he had done in the release from Auburn. So, that's so there's, there's one member of the staff, and they're a very, that's a very important, very important. first
1: member yeah. of that's the that staff. That brings all the players on board right away. And on top of that, uh, Cadillac is a great coach, great recruiter, great coach, great everything. So, yes, yeah, a huge addition to this staff. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe not addition, but a.
7: That's um, my right word. I component.
1: Don't know. He's a he's a he's a key Good keeper. Oh, absolutely. Keeper, right? yeah, yeah. absolutely. Attention.
0: Ret- retention t- there retention you go that's what do you, you call retention? one who is re- one who is retained yeah. <laughs> you know what? it's like it's
2: like when you're watching like election retainee. coverage right you got like this oh you a got, retainee you got, not a detainee you got flips. And you got holds in the yeah, in the election you coverage you, you got go. yeah, and so there's a big hold it is. for Brian for, for, uh, for, oh, yes. for, well, it's a big hold for Hugh Freeze yeah, uh, yes, to, to carry over uh, to, you almost said that other coaches uh, I almost said Brian Matthews it's a big hold for for Hugh Freeze to get Cadillac Williams who's now on his a third, third different
0: head coach. So uh, we're we're expecting a press conference tomorrow, and uh, don't have know. that time yet. Do we? No, no, we don't. Okay. But I mean, it's been reported a couple of national places that there'll there'll be a press yeah. conference tomorrow. Of course, they know before we do. Well, and plus that's kind of obvious, right? Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. That's the way it works. I mean, yeah. Hugh Freeze is in town.
1: Yeah.
0: he's here, so it's uh, whenever come. Maybe it's probably tomorrow morning, sometime. I may have to reschedule my physical therapy. And-
1: you know, may, have re- <laughs> yeah, may have to reschedule the, uh, the rundown, too. We'll see. There uh, is an
0: interesting
2: quote from John Cohen in the statement that, that Auburn sent the out. One?
1: The, well, the, yes, the the one? Yeah, well,
2: yes. Even, even, well, actually, even before he gets to the best fit. Uh, quote, after a thoughtful, thorough, and well-vetted search, we ended where we started with Hugh Freeze. Of all the candidates we considered, Hugh was the best fit, unquote. You could read into that that Hugh Freeze was... A favorite or the favorite for the Maybe. job when Brian Harson was let go or when John well, Cohen? what did began John? What
0: did John Cohen say? He said that you know he's making the choice, but he's taking input. So yeah, I, I don't doubt that the first name that was referred to him. Was Hugh Freeze? It's the first. It's the first phone
2: call Auburn got after Brian Harson was let go. Uh, so I mean, it would make, would make sense. And then the uh, he continues. Fit has several meanings. I think you might have read this earlier. Yeah, I did. Show.
0: But but the uh, and, then and that's he, the one he, I said I, yeah. I I agree with that. He, he I always fit. felt yeah. when it came down to fit, that Hugh Freeze was the best. And we had we had caller a little while ago saying, you know, Matt Rule or Luke Fickle. I just don't know. Maybe they would have fit, but you don't know. I mean, I think I can say very yeah, comfortably. Hugh Freeze is going to fit I've in the guy. Auburn community. I've mentioned my guy on yeah, the show. Yeah, you mentioned him again. I don't care. I don't <laughs> think he would fit. Well, Chip I, don't think Kelly just, I, don't, uh, I don't think Chip Kelly going to be Auburn's next no, coach. No, I'm, so. I'm sure that that's the <laughs> that best was, That
2: was an example I tossed out there. Unless of like, you're talking the next yeah. coach. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, say. well Chip, Chip, you know, I think Chip's going to have our time in the Big Ten. That was part of you know part uh, of the. I was that thinking, is true. I do wonder if he could be on the market in a couple of years for uh for somebody else. Georgia Tech still hasn't made the Willie Fritz thing official. Willie Fritz, I think, wants to coach in that championship game so. on Saturday. I think so. And so they're gonna he's, he's gonna try to because he had a media appearance for Tulane tonight, and 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 he was only taking questions about the AAC championship game on Saturday. So I imagine. And that's sort of a delicate thing when you're taking, mm-hmm. when you're
0: poaching away a coach who's going to coach in his you know, conference and
2: championship game. If, it sounds if, like Willie Fritz going to coach for and, two. And that's and the other, other thing that
0: Tech. that's the other thing that I was uh, thinking. We need to be prepared for if Auburn had not, if it hadn't gotten out that Hugh Freeze was going to be Auburn's coach. If we'd gone into the show today with Auburn not having a coach, you would have had to have had that possibility out there well maybe is there someone oh. who's coaching this weekend that might be a factor now that's that's not a concern oh,
2: we, we haven't had to resort to this i have a list of coaches that are coaching on saturday in conference championship games that you could conceivably think of as candidates for the
0: auburn job right. if the job were available what, what are the jobs that are open now obviously well tulane is going to be south florida is cincinnati is is a power five job open i don't know i don't know if, don't know if there's an open power five is. job because arizona state well, Colorado. State deal, yes, has Colorado, Colorado. Has Colorado hired Colorado. anybody yet? No, remember, they, they have offered, uh, they've made an offer to Deion Sanders. You know, you know who I could see uh, at Colorado, by the way? Jeff Grimes has some of the things that would maybe, that's,
2: including that's experience at the Colorado program as an assistant. Now he's winning in the Big 12. They didn't have a they great didn't have though. a great season, but, but it's not just, it's not just about what he, what he's done at Baylor. No, too. their and, offense has been pretty and, good, and though. he was very good at BYU as an offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. I could see, uh, uh, you know, depending on where Colorado wants to go, there have been rumors that Brian Harsin is a uh, is, is a candidate for the,
1: uh, for the Colorado like for, for, for the Colorado job. That would uh, be a terrible hire, and you can quote me on that. I mean, I know. you think you know. think that the, the more talented Colorado the Big needs a, a young coach to go in there and recruit. They lack talent at that university. They've lacked it for a long time in their football program. You hire Brian Harson, You're not going to do that. You're just hiring a guy who wants to coach at the group of five level and, uh, you know, be a solid program there. Stanford is open. David Shaw. Resigned. Now, that is true. David Stanford Shaw resigned is. over the
2: week. Yep. Stan- Stanford sure is open did. as well. So a couple of couple of power five programs uh, in
0: the Pac-12 that are looking for coaches. Into the final minute or so here uh of the drive brian talk a little bit about man. what's like what's going on anything going on there at auburnsports.com
1: yeah and we will have full coverage of horse i mean uh <laughs> I, God, I, did it. I did it you made me do it you freeze you freeze in his press conference which we expect to be tomorrow and we will get together at some point tomorrow well, that installs know what it is so wait so is i don't does he, he i don't, know. Oh, would you I don't say, know would you guys would,
2: would you guys say would you guys say winter is coming
1: yeah, the freeze is here. Yeah, yeah. the freeze is in. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, yeah, uh, you look
0: at the forecast; it's it's yep. turning. You know, Wednesday after the rain, it's supposed to, it's supposed to be much much colder. Yep. Yep. Should Auburn have just posted on social media, "Winter is coming"? Should that, no, should should been that, have, should that
2: have been the thing earlier? Freeze today? warning.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah. you got a lot of, you got a, you got to have a lot, a lot of fun with these uh, with these temperatures. But yes, tons of coverage,
1: recruiting, staff. We'll get together for a rundown at some point tomorrow. Climate change in, in multiple
0: ways. You're, you're absolutely right. Hey, our thanks to uh, to David and the great folks here at Franklin Tire. Uh, again, not that not that they you know aren't busy, which they I mean they are they are slammed. They, they do a great job. That is exactly right. there's a reason they're they do busy. a great job of taking care of folks and their vehicles. Uh, go ahead and, and make plans to bring your vehicle or vehicles in for whatever service you may need here at Franklin. We're out of time on the Monday Drive. Our thanks to Brian and all of our callers today. Should be another fun one tomorrow. Yes, we probably have some audio from a press conference if it's not going on during the show. And if it's going on during the show, I'll be there and we'll get it. All right, that's going to do it for the Monday Drive. Have a good one, everybody. We are out.